Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 978, December 9th, 2022. 58 degrees on this day in 1939, and that concludes a four day warm stretch in 1939 that must have just been delightful. Uh, 27 below on this day in 1876, and I don't remember this, but on this day, on this day, yep. in 2012, not that long ago, we had 10 and a half inches of snow. Hmm. Fratelloni's is where you can get a nice poinsettia. And now, Probably from the can. mayor's office above the boathouse on there. the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage <laughs> Logic with it. Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Just wondering, I think Scooty sent us a piece about this too. I've got it right here. I Just wondering, uh, you were saying the electric vehicle trucks weigh much more than the trucks out there now. Uh, so how do you think the roads are going to hold up? They're bad now. That's a good mm. point. None of this has been thought out by adults. None of this. You sure? Well, and the key ingredient to asphalt is oil. That's huh? right. Um, the piece that Mike sent over, had to, uh, it was concerning hauling these vehicles. Um, you know, these semis that haul cars. Yeah. You'll, you won't be able to haul as many no. because of the weight. All right, let me get to my theory that I... Came across yesterday. Yeah. Uh, let me read a letter for, or an email from Bert. I don't know what your upcoming dire theory will be regarding qu- criminal equity in the shooting of the miscreant in St. Paul, but I do have a question. Why do the people involved in these incidents scream for body camera footage? They will only be satisfied with footage that pleases them, so why does it matter? There is much gnashing of teeth and rending of garments, regardless of what the camera says. If it shows the situation was handled well by officers, then it's called doctored footage, followed by protests. If it shows the situation was handled improperly, it's riot time. Well, he's on to some of my theory. Uh, This theory is based on this uh, recent shooting of a criminal in St. Paul by the police. Police responded to uh, calls of a domestic violence situation. And they came across a young man named Howard Johnson the, uh, and shot him, and he died. Uh, he was in the act of attempting to carjack a car at that point, but he drew a gun on them. Right. And the body camera shows that that gun was fired at the police. Okay. Uh, that is not good enough for the family. Of course not. And I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, the family says, well, we want the full unedited audio, which makes the presumption that they were shown edited audio. I'm not sure that's even the case. They were shown the body cam. Right. I'm sorry, video, not audio. Uh, police responded just after 6 p.m. Monday to reports of a domestic assault near Earl Street and Hudson Road, right over there in Mounds Park. Mm-hmm. After the caller reported that a man, later identified as Johnson, was armed. Soon after, a woman, let me turn the page. You going to the jump? I am. This is from yesterday's paper, but I kept it. There's even, there's more up-to-date stuff today. 
after a woman not connected to the alleged assault was leaving a business on Hudson Road and got into her car. The woman told BCA agents that Johnson approached the car and pointed a gun at her as she was pulling out. Okay. Now, remember, the coppers are arriving to answer a domestic disturbance right. abuse call, mm-hmm. and uh, in the interim, he has moved on to an attempted carjacking. Uh, Lanchin is the officer, and another St. Paul officer were parked in a squad car nearby uh, serving as part of a perimeter to the domestic assault call. Surveillance video showed Blanchin, who was driving the squad, strike Johnson in the back and, si- and side with the vehicle knocking him to the ground. Not at speed, by the way. It was just, oh, can I do anything here before I have to use a gun? Right. <clears throat> Johnson got up, which tells you he was not hit right. severely. Johnson got up, and the video appears to show an exchange of gunfire between him and Blanchin, during which Johnson was struck, the BCA said in a news conference. He fell to the ground, uh, dropping his gun, before officers handcuffed him and provided aid for wounds to his leg and torso. He was pronounced dead at Regents Hospital. You can all do your own reading of the accounts, and the news channels last night had the video, which I watched a couple of times. Certainly seemed clear to me that the police were in danger, but the family—it's uh, almost—it's almost, it's almost uh, a, a set set of things you say. That's a temp- There's a template. There's almost following. a template that you yeah. say. He mm-hmm. was a wonderful guy. He was kind. He had twins. <laughs> To the point where I was going to say the twin boys were brought out for a photo op right. in front of the He loved scene. his family. Well, then they go to the Facebook, right. too, where it's all yeah. friendly barbecue or uh, yeah. get-togethers. Yes. Same thing was done with Dante Wright. And, and uh, it's, it's just it's, a, it's part of the template. It's the agenda that this young man could not possibly be worthy of getting shot by the police, and the police must be wrong. Okay, here's my theory. We have encountered numerous times, and just this week, in fact, a radicalized teacher in Oroville, California, who doesn't want to teach English because she thinks it's merely a white construct, Mm -hmm. that it was invented as a means of, or it was invented as a result of white supremacy. And we've seen that in other failed academy situations. In fact, we've seen this most principally in the failed academy where we're getting the message that achievement in and of itself is thought to be a white construct. Uh, Two plus two is not necessarily four. Who invented that? Because two plus two uh, equals four is a white construct. Unfortunately, it stands to reason, and it's already shifted that way, But it stands to reason this kind of radicalized ideology is going to uh, also encompass behavior. And it already has. Yeah, you're right. Behavior. And that the law is in and of itself a white construct, an example of white supremacy. Subject to interpretation. Subject to interpretation. And why should it be determined that a young black male with a gun is breaking a law? What law is that? Was a law written by white people? That's that's not a reasonable law. It was right. written by white people. And in my radicalized ideology, uh, I contend 
that uh, he is not capable of committing any crime. There is no crime committed because that's just a crime that you people think is a crime. And so if he wants to hijack a car with a woman in it, that's just a cultural affectation. That has nothing to do with breaking the law because in my radicalized view of the world, the laws were written by white people. You know, years ago, that would be so outrageous that you would be saying that. But right, right now, that is that is the path. That's the path we're on. You're already seeing it. Defund the police movements. Right. Uh, lax district attorneys. Uh, no bail programs. You're already seeing it. And it could very well get to the point. It's not yet, but look at the... Uh, Less discipline in schools... If you are a, a black male or female. And I'm not suggesting police should not have to go through these accountability rituals. Of course they should. But look at the uh, look at what must be done by the police who are getting really no help from their mayor in this case. He's only grudgingly said, well, he's not grudgingly. He, you have to go through these accountability steps as well you should but it's a process weighted w-e-i-g-h-t-e-d it's weighted in favor of the criminal the criminal is presumed innocent even with evidence of the criminal shooting at the police so how long before that won't be a crime well, I was trying. And therefore, to f- why even have police? I was trying to find a news story that was submitted to us, but basically, there is a group, and their their entire motive is getting rid of the prison system in this state. Uh, well, of course, and, and in this country, yeah. And it's a it's growing, which is frightening in it in itself. So that was my theory. My theory is the same kind of radicalized nonsense that where we see these uh, failed academy graduates refusing to teach English. Because they think it's uh, they think it's a trick. They think it's tricked up. They think the rules are arbitrary and whimsical. You shouldn't have to have a thesis. You shouldn't have to have an outline. Some white guy invented that. So turn in any piece of slop you want, and that's going to be good enough. <clears throat> well, it isn't good enough, but it's good enough if you have this radicalized ideology, which you became imbued in in the failed academy, which is doing a wonderful job of completely ruining this country. Take it down. It's completely brick. ruining this country. One city at a time. And I don't yeah. care if it's an expensive private school or an inexpensive public school. The failed academy is at the root of ruining this country. And they will be held resp- They won't even be held responsible. They're, they're, they have trained and graduated so many foot soldiers that there are plenty of them to fill these rapidly developing made-up jobs which basically exists to contest the history, traditions, and convention of this country. And among those histories, traditions, and conventions would be crimes are bad and people who commit them, regardless of their race, are criminals. That's, that's on the way out. That is on the way out. How can we live in so- how are we going to be able to live in society then? You can't. That will be cause the breakdown of society, well, look at which the, the mystery might very how well How do they not see that? And enrollment is down everywhere. How do they not the see that? And, and, 
how, how, Joe? How do they not see that? They being the people the proposing people this and in people the field, in favor. progressives. Yeah. How can the English teacher not see that she's full of nonsense? Yeah, and all the failed academy. Yeah, uh, yeah all of it. How do they not, not see realize it? it's the only thing they did during their four years of the failed academy? And when a crime falls on them, when wrong is done to them, why do they then call the police and demand action? Not only do they call the police, they blame the police. Mm-hmm. We've seen that happen numerous times. Well, you mean in this case... How they specifically were in trouble, so they called the police for the disturbance. Well, it's a new theory. I don't have it fully fleshed out yet, but I I can't help but think as you walk down the service road of life that this becomes inevitable to come to this conclusion. The, The template is already placed for a black family in America for how to react when a child, however unfortunately and tragically, is killed in the line of committing criminal acts. The, the, the template is there. How could this be? I'm surprised this uh, Crump fellow hasn't flown to town for the lawsuit. Uh, yeah, true. And, and all, you're, all you're getting is, but he was a great guy. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. The path he was on, unfortunately, led him to be on this street in the middle of darkness on a cold winter night and uh, after a domestic assault call, he then uh, apparently either completed the domestic assault, we don't know about that, or abandoned it, and then came outside and saw a chance to hijack a car. Well, the road he was on led him to that point, but we're supposed to think that the road he was on was a perfectly acceptable, normal road, and that he should not be held in judgment for his actions. Right. He made that decision. He crossed that line. You got to pay the ferryman. And and the police keep getting pushed and the police need to be accountable and they are being accountable. Uh in this case they're they're hustling to get the uh, videotape to the public and to the family and the family continues to say that's not good enough. Well, the only thing that would be good enough is if they saw a videotape where their son and brother and relative did not have a gun, which unfortunately is not the case, unfortunately for them. Right. The, and, and, well, now there's, if they're saying we want an unedited version, I know that they didn't fully release everything because they said it was very graphic. I don't know if that has changed from the St. Paul Police Department. And the Department. shells found in the street match the criminal gun as well as the police gun. Well, can't we just call it what it is in terms of what the family's after? Money. Well, that's that, Come on. I mean, who, who's dumb enough to believe anything otherwise? I'm sorry this guy died. Of course we all are. I'm sorry he was I'm sorry he chose him. that path. And this isn't the only example that, sadly, that we've seen is these families are looking at this as a payday. Why are you sorry he died? <clears throat> Well, it's always a tragic event for a family. I I, I can understand that. But he, it, but Kenny's. Kenny and I'm equally point. sorry that the police have to be put through this when they legitimately are trying to protect the public. And it's it. Let's let's not have me drift too far from the theory. The theory being that products of the failed academy are successfully ruining this country to the point where I think. 
uh, the act of committing a crime will, is very high on their agenda to insist that crimes do not exist mm-hmm. because they came about because of patriarchy and the founding fathers and people desiring to have law and order. And that was only because they were white. Remember a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, when the young man was shot and killed by Minneapolis police? And there was this hue and cry in the streets. Which case? My God, there's been so many. You'll remember this instantly when I give you the specifics. And there was this hue and cry and all these protesters, mostly of which were white virtue signalers. And they were out in the streets. And the woman who this young man was shooting at said, he was trying to kill me. And you're here protesting him being shot by police. Well, part of this, and I haven't really figured out a way to plug this in smoothly, is that life itself has taken a big hit. The value of life has 100%, taken a big hit. Absolutely. So it wouldn't have it wouldn't have impressed the virtue signaling white protesters that a woman was getting shot at. Oh, I remember it was in the apartment. Yes. Yeah. And 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 and, uh, and they their comeback was well at least you weren't shot. Well, the sacred what? the sacredness of life has taken a giant hit in this country, maybe all over the world. So that's my theory. So okay, here we are. great. I'm going to go to the dinner party while I still I can. I think I'm going to go buy some flowers. Let's talk oh about Oh, my God. I have a few. I have one journalism question about you in regards to today's Star Tribune piece where they use the word uh, apparently and what appears. Yeah. Uh, um, he was shot and killed by a St. Paul police sergeant. The footage shows him apparently pointing a gun at the direction of the firing. The next paragraph starts... The video from Sergeant Cody uh, Blanchon's body-worn camera shows a muzzle flash from the handgun held by Johnson. So in the previous paragraph, apparently pointing a gun, and then in the next paragraph they say muzzle flashes from the gun. And then later in the story, although the clip is brief, dark, and blurry, the video shows what appears to be a gun in Johnson's right hand. Why do they use that verbi- they're verbiage, protecting. Joe? They're protecting their agenda. They are complicit. Uh, generally speaking, uh, news gatherers are not what they were 30 years ago, 40 years ago. They are complicit in bringing about this ideology of mm-hmm. innocence, even on the part of criminals. Well, so this... they're hedging their bets with words like appears to be and apparently. But it's also misleading the public at the same time. To me, it's very misleading, and it's it's lying, where in one paragraph they say apparently pointing a gun, and the next paragraph they say muzzle flashes from the handgun held by Johnson. I I don't understand their motives here. Is this just bad writing, bad editing? I, I can't believe the editor would be that bad. The editor is as complicit as the reporters. They are protecting an agenda. The agenda is, however unwritten, Whoever unconsciously adopted by the news gathering class, the news gathering class is sworn to protect political identities among them black people. One of the writers was Walsh. I know. He's a pretty good writer. Yep. I, I don't understand why he'd allow that. Reavers, I forwarded you an email from, uh, I want you to find it. Okay. About a sheriff in uh, Florida. Oh, yes. You it, want that right now? Yeah, it's it's not that long, and okay. it's per, it's germane to what we're talking about. And then give me the name of the county. The sheriff's name is Bob Johnson. All right. Uh, and the name of the county is. Uh, I can't read can the read badge the from here. Now. Give me one second. Santa. Oh, the caption cuts out. 
Santa Carlos County, I think. Okay, Bob Johnson's sheriff's office. You want that right now, sir? Yeah. We're going to uh, talk about an incident that occurred yesterday in the Santa Villa subdivision Santa in Pace. Villa. And it involves, if you can put them up, Mr. Brandon Harris, um, who you hear me talk about frequent flyers all the time. Our first interaction with this uh, individual came when he was 13 years old. Since then, he's had like 17 arrests. He got out of prison. Uh, we sent him to prison for six and a half years for home invasion. So one of the homeowners, uh, he was breaking into their house, and they shot at him. And I want to say, uh, as to the person, we don't know what homeowner, which homeowner shot at him. Um, I guess they think that they did something wrong, which they did not. If somebody's breaking into your house, you're more than welcome to shoot them in Santa Rosa County. We prefer that you do, actually. Um, so whoever that was, you're not in trouble. Come see us. We have a gun safety class we put on every other Saturday. And if you take that, you'll shoot a lot better, and hopefully you'll save the taxpayers money. So wow. with that, questions? The uh, the criminal in, in this place, I, I think it's germane to that little clip, is, is a white kid. It's, it's not a right. black kid. Right. So uh, we have gun training safety classes. Maybe you can we'll improve your shooting. <laughs> your Second be bullet to the first hole. That I think that's... Some plain speaking, and might account for, you know, one of the reasons people love moving to Florida. You got your, Texas. Got your law and order, except you had you had a criminal justice system that didn't punish this guy enough. Nope. You know, let him right back out on the right back out on the street. Thirteen, streets. he started and locked up for six years. Mm-hmm. Say the best Christmas gift. Well, there's many, but one of the best Christmas gifts you can get is a set of gator magnetics magnets they uh that's a fun gift to well give. it's a storage solution for your garage or inside the house the laundry room anywhere there's a steel surface you slap one of these magnets on they have a hook on them and you're storing things the, the magnets hold up to 25 pounds you, you just can't take it off the surface with your hands you have to flip a little switch that they've involved and then it, it comes right off and you move it around you move the gator hooks to a different location they're invented by GLers in a garage. They turn any steel surface into a place to hang and store your tools, shovels, rakes, kids' sporting equipment. Because you get stuff off the floor, and suddenly you've got a very neat garage or basement or laundry room or rec room or whatever you have. They're now available at HomeDepot.com. You know what they're giving you? They're giving you real estate for your garage, your you storage space. room. Yes, They're available at HomeDepot.com, and next week they'll be available in 1,000 Home Depot stores nationwide, a product that was introduced to the public right here on Garage Logic, and now's your chance just in time for Christmas. Go to HomeDepot.com and get them shipped directly to your house or to your nearest Home Depot. Uh, it's a, uh, there's a special gator magnetics display in the front of the store at home depot where you can see touch and of course buy gator hooks the greatest storage device ever invented and uh, they're also going to come up with the steel wall system which you can use to create your own wall system wherever you want to hang shovels tools equipment most anything and if you haven't seen these babies yet do yourself <clears> a favor it neat. is the way to solve your storage problem gator hooks from gator magnetics now at home depot near you hey gentlemen yeah. you know what today is right 
Friday, December 9th. That's yeah. right. But it's also <gasps> I know. the kickstart of yes. the Garage Logic 1000th podcast winter auction. Uh-huh. Okay. You know all those emails you guys have been receiving yes. and corresponding with yes. over the course of time? Yeah. Today's the day. Oh. So here's what you do. Go to garagelogic.com, enter the keyword auction, and now through the 15th, you, my friend, yes, you are going to have the chance to save. Save, save, save. What am I bidding on? All sorts of stuff. Fratelloni's uh, gift cards. Uh, there's a couple of cool experiences through, Kenny, you're familiar with these guys, the Mini Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Is yep. that technically in Prior Lake, or is that technically in... What do you do? It's south. Oh, it's a neat spot. What, do you go hunting well, horse, with them? You go hunting horses. No, that's that's you not what you do. What do you hunt, horses. the foxes? You're looking for a Mustang. Uh, but you go online, Joe. You go online to the Garage Logic website. You enter the keyword auction. And there, there's so many things for you. I'm trying to pull up my list here. I know why. Uh, you know what? No, 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 no. I got one right here. Tri-State Bobcat Ultimate Yard Maintenance Package. The reserve price is already met. It's a 75-755 Toro zero-turn time cutter riding mower, a steel trimmer, and a steel handheld blower. I can I can do you one better, bro. Come Escape on. with us vacations, five-night all-inclusive golf vacation what? for two at Casa de Campo and Villas in La Romona, Dominican. <laughs> Wait a minute. You want to go to Dominican. Teresa and Maria are part of this auction. Wait a minute. All this stuff can be bid on? Correct. Wait a minute, Such. My re- The one I read, the retail value is 5287 Reserve has been met. The next minimum bid, 2100 Someone going to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is stealing same from here. This has got a retail Bobcat. value of nine grand. I have yeah. 27 bid already, 2700 I, I have it on very good authority that a fellow client of ours is going to bid on the EcoFun Motorsports golf cart that's available at the holiday. A fellow client? Uh, yes. Wait, my, he mean? happens to own a chain of hardware stores. You oh, can well, buy. I'll bid him. <laughs> my buy it now I, price. Are we, ledge, are we allowed? Of course. Let's take your money, babe. GLers, seriously, my buy it now price, $3,700 for a package. That, what did I say? 5287 <laughs> Buy it now. Gentlemen, yeah. also the holiday no. season is upon well, us. Well. RF Moeller Jewelers has a $4,000 gift certificate available in this auction. So if you're what? thinking about oh. making a plunge, That's your spot if you've got to do some kissing up, if you know what I'm saying. That and also my friends at Rise and Shine Garage Doors have a $1,000 gift certificate towards a new garage door installation. All of that and so much more is available via the Garage Logic 1000th podcast auction. Go to garagelogic.com. The bidding starts today and it only goes through the 15th. It starts today. Go to garagelogic.com. Enter the keyword auction. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's a man with a shiny forehead. <laughs> wow. Hit hard. Hi, Joe. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi, better buddy. back it up. You better back it up with something good here, Olson. Yeah, you know what season it is, Matthew Mikulski? Christmas. The countdown has begun. Yes. That means our guy Rich up at Maple Grove Lock and Safe is giving all of us the gift of savings. We can save 10% in-store and website-wide through the end of December on all Liberty safes. Pop on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You'll see the entire Liberty lineup there. You already know the basics with the Liberty made in the USA, uh, transferable lifetime warranties, the best fire protection in the business, 
And Rich offers professional delivery and installation, which as adults, we just do that. We're obligated. We're, we're all grown up now, so that's what we do. Again, it's 10% off the entire Liberty lineup through December, both in-store and on the website. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. They're at 6901 Fish Lake Road and on the web, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Very good. Senator Kirsten Cinema, Arizona, yep. a Democrat, has left the Democratic Party. I saw this. And what she did did surprise me. And she wrote a pretty good piece. Okay. There's a disconnect between what everyday Americans want and deserve from politics and what political parties are offering. No S. Well, that's right down GL's alley. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not concerned with us. Right. She's she's saying that she intends to be. I am privileged to represent Arizonans of all backgrounds and beliefs. I'm honored to travel to every corner of our state. While Arizonans don't all agree, we are united in our values of hard work, common sense, and independence. All right. We make our own decisions, use our own judgment and lived experiences to form our beliefs. We don't line up to do what we're told, automatically subscribe to whatever positions the national political parties dictate or view every issue through labels that divide us. So far, so good? Yep. Sounds like a GLer. Each day, Arizonans wake up, work, and live alongside people with different views and experiences, usually without even thinking about this. Absolutely. Arizonans expect our leaders to follow that example. Set aside your games, work together, make progress, and then get out of the way so we can build better lives for ourselves and our families. Hip, hip, hooray. Yep, can't argue with one bit. It's no surprise that Washington, D.C. often fails to reflect that expectation. Uh, Everyday Americans are increasingly left behind by the National Party's rigid partisanship, which has hardened in recent years. Pressures in both parties pull leaders to the edges, allowing the loudest, most extreme voices to determine the respective parties' priorities and expecting the rest of us to fall in line. That's on both sides, baby. In catering to the fringes, neither party has demonstrated much tolerance for diversity of thought. Where's this sweetheart been all my life? What am I missing here? Yeah, wait. Look her up for me. You have to look down for the—you're looking for the sense. I'm looking for something wrong here. Uh, I want information on her. Okay. A bipartisan compromise is seen as a rarely acceptable last resort, rather yeah. than the best way to achieve progress. <laughs> right. Payback yeah. against the opposition party has replaced thoughtful legislating. Americans are told they have only two choices, Democrat or Republican, and that we must subscribe wholesale to policy views the parties hold, views that have been pulled far further and further Uh, No, it'd be farther, farther and farther toward the extreme. She got that wrong. Most Arizonans believe this is a false choice. And when I ran for the U.S. House and the Senate, I promised Arizonans something different. I pledged to be independent and work with anyone to achieve lasting results. I committed I would not demonize people I disagreed with, engage in name-calling, or get distracted by drama. She grew up in a gas station. Well, there you go. She grew up in a bleeping gas station. In a garage, Such. Okay. I promised I would never bend to party pressure. Okay, my approach in Washington is rare and has upset partisans. It's also an approach that has delivered lasting results for Arizona. I work proudly with senators in both parties who have similarly rejected political extremes 
and forge consensus, helping to drain some of the poison from politics. She began her political career in the Arizona Green Party. Rose no, to, wait, I'm out. Then I'm never mind. No, I'm out. There's no, uh, this is we got some stuff going on right, here. Right, right, right. And rose to prominence for her progressive advocacy, supporting causes such as LGBT rights and opposing the war on terror. She left the Green Party to join the Arizona Democratic Party in 2004 and was elected to a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives in 2012. After the election, she joined the New Democrat Coalition, the Blue Dog Coalition and the Bipartisan Problem Solvers Caucus, amassing one of the most conservative voting records in the Democratic Caucus. She won the 2018 Senate election to replace Jeff Blake, uh, defeating Republican nominee Martha McScally. She is the first openly bisexual and the second openly LBGT woman after Tammy Baldwin to be elected to the House of Representatives and to the Senate in 2012 and 18, respectively. She left the Democratic Party. She's considered a key sw swing vote. Uh, early life. Born in Tucson. The mom Wait a second, dad. Rook. Pause a second. Okay. So the last election she was in was 2018? 2018, she was elected uh, to the Senate. Those okay. are six-year terms, aren't they? Senate terms? Yes. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, parents, uh, her dad was an attorney. They divorced when she was a child. And her mother, who had custody of the kids, remarried with her sibling stepfather. They moved to Florida. Her stepfather lost his job. The bank foreclosed on their house. Oh. Uh, the family lived for three years in an abandoned gas station. Oh, li literally. Oh, she wasn't pumping gas. No, she lived there. Uh, she said that for two years they had no toilet or electricity while living there. She later recalled, my stepdad built a bunk bed for me and my sister, okay? Uh, so it's a... That's, That's an interesting of, story. Yeah. Um, let's see. Her There is some skepticism from a relative saying that they did have running water and electricity. Uh, she was raised as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, graduated as valedictorian from Walton High School uh, in Defunct Springs at age 16, earned her B.A. from Brigham Young in 95 at age 18. She left the LDS Church after graduating from BYU then she returned to Arizona in 95, employed as a social worker. Uh, she completed a Master of Social Work degree at ASU in 99 and 04, a JD degree from Arizona State University College of Law, and started working as a uh, criminal defense lawyer. Okay. So it sounds like she's, like all of us, has evolved uh, with time. Well, I was going to say, she she checks every box to be a mysterious. Hey, now. Everyone. She does, but her voting record, uh, very conservative among Democrats. And like I tried to explain so. to her, are you the same person you were when you were 20? No, none of us are. Hell, I thought I liked the Grateful Dead there for a few months. Well, the music out of my eyes. Let me, yeah, let me, it's awful. Let me, uh, Kenny, you're right. Let me finish my thought. Uh, she checks every... Uh, right, do it. Question that, that might be asked <laughs> of a mysterious. For... <laughs> she's gay and she's bisexual and she's not and she is and she's uh, uh, whatever. But could it be, and you're right, she obviously sounds like she's evolved. Could it be that the extreme left is even too extreme for someone who was toying with the mystery? I, I think it is for a lot of people. Yeah. Witness uh, Brett Weinstein. You know, that's how he Good is. Good-looking gal. Yeah. yeah. 
It's an honor to represent the state I love so much in the U.S. Senate. And while I do, I pledge to continue doing exactly what I promised, be an independent voice for Arizona. She's Arizona's senior senator. Some partisans believe they own this Senate seat. They don't. This Senate seat doesn't belong to Democratic or Republican bosses. It doesn't belong to one party or the other, and it doesn't belong to me. This seat belongs to Arizona, which is far too special a place to be, to be defined by extreme partisans and ideologues. Well, I'm rooting for you, baby. Rooting it sounds for like you. she does have her head on. She really, uh, she's got her act together. Uh, as far as what she, what she started out with saying about the, the parties are in control and there's no wiggle room. I guarantee you we're going to get emails on this one. What'd we do? No, I mean deriding her, deriding us. For... I don't. I'm not prepared to deride her. I'm. I'm desperate for someone to say those words. I, I'm desperate for someone to refute the radicalization of both parties. But I was yeah. going to say because we have, we've gone to a place now where you have to fall in line with every single talking point of a given party, or you're not one of us. Mm-hmm. Well. That's no country I want to live in. Oh, you're in. such a rhino. What the hell's your deal? Exactly. And yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's, how did we get here? Failed you, Academy. You, you, I'm I blaming think, the failed Academy. But Joe, for I think everything. it's way deeper than yeah. that. Don't you? Yeah, it is. Uh, we're spoiled. We've had it too good for too long. This whole you're either with us or you're against yeah. us mentality is the biggest detriment of this country. The senator has been the target of extensive intra-party mudslinging by not falling in line with the rest of her party on key issues. There you go. Most notably, refusing to abolish the filibuster. While politicians are more focused on denying the opposition party a victory than they are in improving Americans' lives, the people who lose are everyday Americans, she wrote. How do you argue with that? You can't. That's why I've grown. I, that's why I have joined the growing numbers of Arizonans who reject party politics by declaring my independence from the broken partisan system. I registered in Arizona as an independent. The true ramifications of her departure from the Democratic Party are not yet known. More consequential than senators' party affiliation is their caucusing and legislative <clears throat> objections. In 2006, remember Joe Lieberman? Former Senator Joe Lieberman, independent from Connecticut, changed his affiliation from Democratic to Independent Democrat, a distinction not formally recognized by by the Senate. Uh, Lieberman did so after losing his primary, but continued to caucus with the Democrats. So I guess that remains in, in play, is who will this woman caucus with? Uh, She says that Oh, she has not stated whether she will continue caucusing with the Democrats, but sources have told Fox News she will maintain her committee assignments via the Democratic Party. Okay. Well, I don't care what you are, lady. Just right. so you uh, realize, and it sounds like you do, you realize that you people on the third rail have come to grow to a point where we're just a minor inconvenience to you. All we are are the people who pay your bills. <laughs> and we're tired of it. Yep. Uh, along those lines, let me read, get, let me come back to locally. Joe, our fearless leaders have shown how overtaxed we really are. The details and aggravation expressed the last few days on your show is shared 
throughout Gumption County. Town meetings demanding a refund sound great, but will not work with these dummies as there is no financial gain at their end. Instead, maybe another avenue is a class action lawsuit. I don't know the feasibility of tax laws that would contribute to this idea, but maybe it's an option. The state forcibly removed these dollars from our pockets and have said it was not needed, thus the surplus we now have. This in itself is no problem other than it shows the ass hattery that happens in our capital. <laughs> if they refunded those dollars to the people who paid them, no foul. However, if they keep any of it down to the last cent, they have committed theft. Also a point you guys have not brought up. Picture this as a test similar to masking and COVID restrictions. As we progressed through the pandemic, the dictator turned the dial up ever so slowly so as to desensitize the citizens of the state of Minnesota. Think of how much easier it will be to control the population when the next emergency comes along. Parallel that situation of the surplus. We are at the beginning of that turning of the dial. If we allow walls to steal these dollars from us, we have started to turn the dial up. Imagine what our lawmakers will think of and try doing if they are able to keep that almost $18 billion. Sheesh. Jailers mm-hmm. are on to this, aren't they? They're well yeah, on to this yeah, theft. It's a theft. It's a theft. Theft. Fevery. Think how much you can spend at the Garage Logic 1000 podcast auction with. Seventeen bill, and there is an eco fund. There is an eco fund <laughs> golf cart yes. available yeah. for There's auction. Yep. There is. I got news for you. you ain't been outbidding Fratelloni. Well, he has deeper pockets. <laughs> that, oh wait, that, I meant a fellow client that might or might not have a hand in. That won't stores. stop me from going to eco fund. The rover and getting my own. The rover two hundred i golf cart. EFI, electronic fuel injection. Current bid is 3101 retail value of 7900 bucks. That's a steal. Yeah, I got news for you, but they're on. that's the retail value. But at EcoFun in Forest Lake in Burnsville, they're on sale for $62.99. What a fun thing to have. I hope Fratellini goes way over the $62.99. <laughs> Somebody out bet him. Let's go. Uh, everything's on sale at EcoFun. Christmas, post-pandemic sale, 200 bucks off electric bikes, those Bentelli sweethearts. All the scooters that turn errands into urban adventures, 100 to 500 bucks off. Free heated storage if you need it. Uh, over 100 youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock just in time for Christmas. The golf carts, the full-size ATV uh, with the 2,000-pound winch and the 48-inch KFI steel snowblade, $58.99. Mm. That sounds terribly reasonable to me. I just wish I had a place to use it. Right, right. Great for plowing suburban two- and three-car-wide driveways. Yeah, but I live in the sustainable urban core. Sorry, bro. I got to go with the golf cart. 0% interest financing for one year on all products in stock. There's helmets, there's apparel, there's service. Two stores. Highway 97 and Forest Lake, immediately west of 35E, opened this summer. It's fantastic. And a store that opened this summer in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42 and mm-hmm. 35W. EcoFund Motorsports, EcoFundMotorsports.com. Give the gift of fantastic water this holiday season. It's Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. You know, 
It's water season. Actually, it's water season year-round with my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer, by the way. You're going to drink in the winter, don't you? Of course. Yeah. I think I might drink more water in the winter than I do in the summer. Sure, you get dry and no humidity. That's right. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron rust and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. You get yourself that new system from Connecticut, it can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's going to protect your appliances. And once you get that new system from Connecticut, oh boy, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and so is your drinking water. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I have been a customer of Hofferman for years now, and it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water. 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website and see everything that they have to offer at HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. <laughs> Hey, Pat. Yes, Joseph. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, what do you win? Uh, I get to go to the banquet and, uh, or whatever it is, the Diamond Awards, and say thank you, I guess. What, yeah, what do they get for a table? Because we need to get one for the crew to go be a part of this. Uh, I don't know. I do not Where know. are they held? At Target Field, right? They they do it at the just I think they're doing it at Target Field. That's where they've. Done do you get it a trophy that. or something for the Herb Carneal Award? I suppose you get a little pack. Uh, you must get a little plaque with Herbie's picture on it. Sure. Bracey, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm out. So don't save me okay. a spot. Don't worry about you. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about you. Well, in honor of well, this you know, prestigious award, Pat. In honor uh-huh. of this prestigious award, we were shown the uh, the great tirade that you had about Twins not playing back in 2013 on the highly rated sports show. So we played that in Garage Logic. Yeah, I don't think that was part of my campaign right there. (laughs) But, Pat, you know what that showed me? What? You and me, by extension, we've been on to this not playing for a lot of years now. (laughs) Yes, yes. That was Gardy. Yeah. Gardy was a... Gardy was a driver of men compared to what they are now. Yeah. uh, You know? It's uh, yeah, but even then it was driving me insane, and uh, and, and now it's just it's all uh, they've almost defeated you now, <laughs> Joe. It's almost defeated you, yeah. The NBA is the worst of all. I just is certainly an aside, but the the uh, Lakers made their annual trip to Canada the other day, right? Mm-hmm. To play Toronto, full arena. LeBron didn't play, and Davis didn't play. They're oh, two best players. They wow. gave them days off. They weren't hurt. They just gave them days off. I don't like it. Uh, no, it's 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 a bad bad trend. And uh, if if one if there's one reason for Correa to sign here, it's probably he knows he only got to play 125 games, even if they give him 40 million dollars. Isn't that something? Although he played last year, I'll say that for him. He didn't. He he probably. Percentage of games played, he had to be high on that team. I don't think he took any DL time, but uh, it's uh, you know what? I also think they got a little softer when we changed the name from disabled list to injured list, right? Because disabled 
we, we thought that had a negative connotation. Well, it should have a negative. You're not playing. It should be. Bring back your stable list. Well, Maybe more people. And don't, don't forget the role of the, uh, the uh, scans that uh, play in this because we're now uh, giving names to injuries yes, that never right. existed. Yes, that's, that is the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, somebody told me 20 years ago, the biggest thing in baseball durability is the invention of the MRI machine. Right, right. <laughs> Back then, it would be a bone sticking out, and they'd say, yeah, go take an x-ray. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. Have we Let's asked go. you, uh, Reeves, uh, how many players played 162 games this year? I will. I don't think. In Major League Baseball. Whit Merrifield had played all of them in Kansas City for about six years. And then they traded him to Toronto, and he only because of the they didn't want him in the lineup a lot of times. But I don't think many. I don't think many. That's, so that's, that's they just don't do that anymore. Yeah. But speaking of baseball, was, have you guys seen? <clears throat> have you guys seen the projected payroll for your New York Mets for twenty twenty three? Yeah, four hundred well, million. Three thirty well, right now. Two pitchers making what? For like forty three and what's Scherzer making? Uh, forty something. Yeah, yeah, they got two pitchers making eighty or something <laughs> over eighty. So, and, and they're both like forty years old. So. They gave Verlander too much money for his age. Yeah, but you get Kate with that deal too. Right. So That's like, true. Yeah, factor that in. It's yeah. uh, money well spent. I am on Baseball <laughs> Reference. Games played for the major leagues of 2022. Two players have played played in 162 Two games, players. and they played in both for the same team: Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson for the Atlanta Braves. Way to go! Yeah, two players. Crust. Yep, they got the crusty old minor league manager Snitker, who's you know was in the minor leagues for 50 years, and he's uh. He's in, and he won a World Series. So, uh, in 1960, yeah. what percentage of players do you think played all all the games? Oh, not that you know, probably not that many, but you know, more than two, fifty, probably. You know, it might have been thirty or forty. I remember Morneau saying his goal, you know, before he got the concussion and everything. I remember a piece about him in spring training about 2009 when he said, "My goal is to play them all." How many games? What What's the most games Maurer ever played in a season? I wonder. Well, he was catching though too, so no, no, you know, catchers don't. Okay, Not I bet even. Yogi Berra played all one sixty two at least once yeah, or twice. Yeah, but it, you know, later in his life, he was playing left field. I know. And your leader for the Minnesota Twins was a guy we just shipped to California, Gio Urshela, with one hundred and forty four. Huh. I still can't figure that trade out. Me either. Me either. Me either. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. They're going to, you know, Boris is going to make them wait and wait and wait for everything. They they got to give him a deadline and say, are you going to take this $250 million or aren't you, you know, for this guy? Uh, yeah, I, $250 I for Korea? They're not going to get him for $250 million. Yeah, I don't know. I know I'm talking fewer years, though. Oh. You know, you're not going to sign him for 10 years, you know. I, I don't know. Who's going to give them the money now? Who's going to give them the money? Boston? I still, th- I still think the Dodgers are are a sleepy candidate. Yeah, they lost Trey Trey Turner, and uh, but uh, where did I, Trey I Turner go? San Diego? No, he went to Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Joe Mauer played 158 games as a first baseman 
in 2015. That's pretty good. The last year he was a full-time uh, the last time he was a full-time catcher was 2012 where he played 147 games. That's still pretty good. You got to go the distance though if you're going to play. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Not, no, I didn't he, I thought he quit catching uh before then. I oh, was it? Was okay, there. I thought 2012 I thought was his last 2010 year. 2010 was his last year as a catcher. I think he got the bad concussion. I might be wrong. Pat, I didn't invest any time in the uh, Thursday night football game. Oakland, or not Oakland, Vegas at the Rams. Turns out it must have been pretty exciting for Baker Mayfield to walk out and win it in the last nine seconds. Yes, 98-yard drive, and I didn't see a minute of it because I keep forgetting there's Thursday night football, Joe. I watched the Gopher basketball, and uh, I was mesmerized by how rotten they were. And then, uh, you know, they they were never really in a game. Uh, and uh, and then what else did I do? I guess I watched some movie or something. I forgot all about the fact that uh, there was Monday Night Football. Okay, here, I got a complaint. I tried to watch Slow I mean, Horses. Yes. Okay, it's on Apple TV. Yes. Oh I God. had to log in. I don't know. I don't have a thing, a password. I, what do you mean I have to log in? I'm not logging in. Uh, Welcome to the new world. The missus, the missus successfully able to log. You got to get the bride involved. Or one I of guess. The, one of the kids. Yeah. Because uh, the missus had to do it for me. I, I failed like six, seven times a couple of years ago before we finally got it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's it, it's impossible. They want you to do it on another device, Joe. They I don't do that. Do no. I, you know, Bring don't, back don't three channels: four, five, nine, <laughs> and eleven. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. yes. And Senor yes. Wentz is teaching Spanish on channel two or whatever the hell his name was. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was thinking that last weekend when I was uh, watching the. As I told you. I'm able to watch Mary Harden Baylor play Bethel in modern times. And that was, you know, we would have gotten that score by uh, Carrier Pigeon about two days later if, uh, you know, if uh, back 25 years ago, 20 years ago. It's, it's incredible how everything's available to us. That's I'm being told cool. that your dinner is at the depot in Minneapolis, Thursday, January oh, 26th. Not at the Twins, huh? They moved it. Yeah. I, okay, well, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not privy to all those details. Are those events over early? Do you think? Or is it, is it, uh, <laughs> can a guy get home by ten to hit I mean, the How many people are going to get yeah, an award? Well, here's the deal: they give out all these awards for the twins. Yeah, but Correa's got five of them. Oh, right. I think he won five of the eight or something. So if they give him each one. You know, individually, I mean, what's he going to tell us? He, 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 even if he, and if he doesn't sign here, will he show up? You know, yeah. I think he won five of the eight awards. So maybe uh, you'll be first. Oh, there you yeah. go. And you know what? During your speech, I know we've worked together for, I don't know, 33 decades, but I just don't want you to feel pressured to mention me at all during your speech because you I didn't in the book. I okay. wrote a book and you weren't mentioned. So uh, <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be offended if I'm not that acknowledged. That was an oversight. That was an oversight. No, okay. I, I think my speech is to taunt Sid. Yeah. Because uh, Sid never made this list, and it's too late now, Sidney. You can't <laughs> make it now, baby. Which would be a lot more fun if he was there. <laughs> yes, it would. Yeah. Well, I say they had to wait two years to make sure he just wouldn't show up. Right. Know? So, uh, anyway. 
But uh, can you imagine the hell he would be giving somebody oh. if me, the evil, negative, no good guy, were to get a plaque oh, that he never got? He, he would not have taken it. No, well. he would not take that well. <laughs> no, no, he would not. Guy from his own take. paper. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, people right. on his own paper were his worst enemies. As upset as he, as upset as. Uh, as upset as he used to get when they couldn't get him a guest on the radio, the twins. I can't imagine how this would uh, yeah. how this would offend him. But uh, anyway, so I got a I got the Augie plaque from the MIAC, and then I got the uh, and then I got this I got this thing whatever it is, and then I got you carried me into the Pavic uh, thing Hall of Fame. So that's about it. I, I think I can. You know, I, I think my plaque days are over. Yeah, we're running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. 70. You know, when they, you know when they put it, when they had a little thing in the strip today? Yeah. They put my age in there, and that was the first time I was alarmed by it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Is that in there today? Sleeping seven. Oh, yeah, oh, Roycey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right there. 77? There. Yeah. I thought you were yeah, 75. Holy oh, no, crap. No, wow. God, are you old. I am old. And I, uh, you know, it's just really, you know, what the hell. What it's, do you think uh, I feel? I'm going to turn 54 this month. Really? Yeah. I even got mentioned in this story. What the hell? Did I? Did you see me? Yeah. No, Rook, you're not in this no, one. Okay. Yeah, you got, basically, they said that uh, you were my radio partner for yeah. a long time. Yeah. So. You weren't the partner. I was the sidekick. You yeah. were the man. You yeah. were the man. I'll admit that. You know. See, Rook, that's why you got to get mentioned. Yeah, I know. I need something. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel sad. One of well, us. One of us on the occasion of the next plaque will mention you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> next plaque. He's an optimist. Like there's going to be How a plaque. Many times, Joe. Uh, I think the main reason I got this thing is they felt sorry for me to get my ass kicked in three Hall of Fame. Uh, 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 <laughs> nomination. Yeah. Fitties in a well-beaten third each time in a yeah. three-man race. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and and finally they didn't nominate me this time because two of my best friends, Low and the late great Jerry Fraley, I would have gotten shut out. I would have gotten zero. I yeah. would have gotten zero. So, so I think maybe they felt sorry for me for yeah. that. Although it, it did bother me because. Uh, but anyway, I think that might be part of it. But how many times? Did, what was that award that you had to show up for those banquets every year? What was that? Time? All those uh, the Marconi Marconi awards. Marconi. Yeah, Marconi. How many? How many times before you said no more Marconi? I got about eleven second placers. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to that thing anymore. Not going. The hell with them. No. Yeah, they're going to disappoint you because somebody. Because they got the teams, and they're all, you know, the, the, the wacky morning guys are always beating you, right? Yeah. Uh, Didn't yeah. Uh, Brad Lane go for you one time? And that was, goes. was for good luck. Goes. I don't care who goes. Weren't you one time, you were beaten by somebody who works at CCO Radio who simply uh, replayed something that aired on TV, yeah, and that beat pod- you? Jordana Green, yeah, she, she uh, did one podcast. It was one podcast. And she didn't have anything to do with it. All she did was read it. Yeah. Yeah. I got wiped. That's when I said to myself, "That's this is not going to happen yeah. again." This is the belly of the I snake. Going anywhere. Belly of the snake. Yeah. I called several people and police said, "No more Hall of Fame nominations." A, I don't give a damn. And B, I can't afford it if I were to accidentally win because you got to get about eight hotel rooms in Cooperstown at yeah. those prices. So <laughs> the hell with it. So, I'll anyway. talk to you uh, Monday. I bet. 
Yes, I will be there. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Thank you. And we'll take bets on whether or not he abstains from Twitter for 72 hours like he promised. He won't. Not so a chance in hell. How many How many cans of seafoam you got in the garage right now? Two. That's what you, it? What are your plans with those cans? Well, they're just always needed for snowblowers and things like that. At the ready. And they're at the ready. The cars that have been uh, stored for winter have already been seafoamed. With just a drop or two, or a whole oh no no jug? no, no. A, a healthy good, gulp, a good gulp, yeah, a good and, gulp, and, and then you ran it a while, right? I so, drove so them before they put the where the covers got put on them. So good, you circulated. Mm-hmm. I sure oh, hope boy. you don't sneak into his garage and start them, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Have I uh, given you enough time to find the? I got a uh, question for you. A guy wants a ruling. Oh, from me? Wow, yeah, this is it, very. It has nothing hmm. to do with seafoam. This is a very but spur I, of the moment. I think you could introduce seafoam to this ruling request. Oh, uh, uh, Mark writes as a lifelong GLer, I subscribe to the last drop philosophy. However, invariably, there comes a time when old gas must be discarded out of the snowblower, leaf blower, chainsaw, oh. lawnmower, nine horse, the YZ125, or other two cycle motor, so new fresh gas can be used to run that machine especially at the end or start of a season. What do other GLers do with old gas? Up until now, I've just been burning it on the bonfire or when I burn a few tires. If the gas didn't (laughs) have oil mixed in it, I'd pour it in my truck's tank. What is the GL way to go on this? Kenny, when I read this, I knew what my answer was, but you take it. Well, um, I think oil, a little two-stroke oil in your truck will not hurt one single I don't think thing. so either. Um, always, you you can always dump it in there. If it's varnish, uh, then it's so then it's a weed killer. It's a tire uh, fire starter, um, or you know try to figure out how to do it legally. Uh, but there's usually a way around it. But the way around this is preventive maintenance seafoam ahead of time. Well, there's no you there's no reason to have what he's calling old gas. Right. Right. In the um, in the in the spring, load up the snowblower with seafoam. Yeah, and that was I've been talking about my snowblower this year because I've been abusing that thing for the years. The big bastard. The big bastard, and I finally had to pull the carb off and, and do the due diligence there, and it's all clean and ready to be put back on. Um, but I also pulled an old vintage sled out of the shed, and I cracked the gas cap, not remembering how I put it away. I looked down in there. The tank was dry. I can't tell you how happy that made me. Wow. That means I drained the gas and I cleaned the carb ahead of time with seafoam, and it, the thing fired right up as soon as I put a little gas in it. Um, but the old gas, that can be a problem. But don't fear putting last year's gas into your automobile. A little two-stroke oil is not going to hurt anything. It's just going to, you know, a little extra lube for those rings. It'll be just fine. Watch 14 cars blow up and can you get sued? <laughs> right. Uh, a lot of guys, like our guy Derek on Vice Grip Garage, that's how he uh, revives old engines. He doesn't use ether or carbs, um, carb cleaner or starting fluid. He uses old lawnmower weed whip gas because of the oil and the gas, so it doesn't hurt anything. Uh, but the great thing about seafoam, it's everywhere. Convenience stores auto parts stores, big box stores, your local NAC hardware, you'll find this stuff everywhere. A local company, Global Reach, and a miracle in a world of cruddy, awful gas, seafoam.
If you're rolling, Reeves, that means you're rolling with spiralite candles because uh, you want to roll with candles in a really cool way. And that's what they do. They burn in a spiral motion, a circular motion. All the wax then melts in. There is a wick in the middle once it gets down to a certain level where it just burns. And that's after it's entertained you for so long. Many different colors at spiralightcandles.com. Many different scents, many different sizes, and there are two specialties. Well, actually, there's three this year. The Cylinder Index candle, which I just took out of my cupboard and took a whiff, and it is fantastic. It smells just like the garage. Then I also love the uh, mini donut scent. That is perfect. That was at the State Fair this year. And also brand new, we saw it at Tatters All Brewing, they have the Brandy uh, Old Fashioned, and it just smells fabulous. So if you want to be entertained, you can be entertained by the circular motion that they burn, but you also can be a great gift giver. If you're a hostess gift, maybe Christmas gift, Hanukkah, whatever the case may be, find the selection that you want at spiralightcandles.com. Why are they so special? Well, this business was started in the garage, and it's a family business, and they love garage logic. So that's why they're bringing the message to the podcast. Spiralightcandles.com. Let them know that the Rook sent you. Kenny got something? No. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Hey, that fruitcake suitcase thief struck again. What? What? He did the not. Non, the non-binary bandit? Not at the, the airport. non-binary bandit. Sounds this like time he stole Batman luggage at villain. Vegas. You're kidding me. No. Last week, Fox News, because no traditional news-gathering organization is alarmed by this story. Last week, Fox News asked the Department of Energy whether this Sam Brinton was still on the payroll following the theft in Minneapolis of a suitcase. The DOE said simply that Brinton was placed on leave, but refused to say whether it is still paying him. Oh, my God. Well, he's on the third rail. He's getting paid. They do any, uh, Tim Buckto wants to know, did they do any kind of background check on this fruitcake? On the third so. rail, they apparently don't check resumes. They just check boxes. Right. Now, somebody thought they were doing the right thing by hiring this idiot. A felony warrant was issued for Brenton, deputy, deputy assistant secretary. A deputy assistant secretary. The charge is for grand larceny with a value between twelve hundred and five grand. Britain is deputy assistant secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition. That means there's a real secretary of it. He's just a deputy assistant secretary. Right. Ah. This is according to the Office of Nuclear Energy's website. Britain faces charges for a similar incident at the Minneapolis airport. He was on leave after charges were filed in connection with that incident, an Energy Department spokesman said in November. And you're paying for this lunatic. And he isn't going to suffer. He isn't going to suffer. How many times do you have to run afoul of the law in order to get fired? Well, you, you use the felony word a couple of times, right? Yeah. Felonious activity. Huh. Yeah. Two stories that stare at me. They glare at me. Okay. They glare at me. Glaring. One is... Certainly to be expected, and I won't overwhelm you with these. In fact, I think I promise you I would not do more than one a week because they're certainly not unexpected. But there's a Massachusetts uh, town library causing an uproar when it reportedly decided to skip the Christmas tree 
leading one staffer and several local residents to speak out to Jesse Waters primetime. It must be a Fox show. The Endicott branch of the Dedham Public Library in Massachusetts decided it will not set up its Christmas tree publicly this season after decades of tradition. Uh, this Whoever this Jesse Waters is said the recent development in the Bay State constituted the latest skirmish in the war on Christmas. Instead of spreading holiday cheer, the library is going to keep the star in the box and leave the tree in storage, ending a tradition that's been going on for decades. Uh, library director Amber Maroney had said some people were offended by having a Christmas tree in the library, so they nixed it. Unbelievable. Uh, Where was this, Joe? Massachusetts. Okay. One, uh, some of the people are missing the tree, but don't realize librarians are at the forefront <laughs> of the mystery. I don't know. Some people complain, so there's no mystery. The library celebrates Pride Week. Well, I that that's pretty limited audience, isn't it? Plus, you get the drag queens coming in to read kids' they, stories. They do Kwanzaa. That's a limited audience. You ought to, you ought to be able to throw a Christmas tree. Well, you're missing a there. key word though with this story because I read it. I read it yesterday. What's the key word? You know why they're doing it? It offended people. No, 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 no. You're missing the big one. What? Come on, it's a big buzzword. You're close. Diversity. Inclusive. Inclusion. Yeah. Mm. Very inclusive. Even though you're going to exclude Christians. <laughs> Right. (laughs) So inclusive, aren't we? We're so inclusive. Well, the hell with them. I won't do any more than one. The hell with all of them. Just typical. Bleep them. Hit it into the water. Then the other one that glared at me, because it's totally different. Wait, I thought we were only going to get one. Oh, this is positive. Oh, okay, good. It was on this day. Uh, Wait, this day in history? 12-9, December 9th. 1965. Okay. A Charlie Brown Christmas debuted on network television. That's 57 years ago. How much we've changed in 57 years. That's the saddest. Because you couldn't put that on the air today. Well, it's No network would have the balls to put it on the air. Well, uh, Schultz fought to get the Linus line in. CBS executive, we've discussed this before, but it bears mentioning again. In fact, is it on tonight, I wonder? I'm going to look. It's a fun thing for kids to watch. CBS executives were underwhelmed by the show, by the slow pace of production, and the network had battled behind the scenes with creator Charles Schultz over the inclusion of a scene lifted straight from the New Testament. The animation was quirky. There was no laugh track. Actual children, not trained voice actors, spoke for the characters. Uh... Peter Robbins, the voice of Charlie Brown, was just nine years old at the time. He died in January of 20... He died this year in January of 2022 at age 65. Wow, Wow, this is so sad. What? I just... There's a TV Guide uh, online piece about this, and it basically says, is a Charlie Charlie Brown Christmas on television this year? Unfortunately, no. The 1965 special has long been a staple airing on broadcast TV up until recently. Apple TV Plus gained the rights to three Charlie Brown holiday specials in 2020, including a Charlie Brown Christmas. Last year, the streamer granted PBS the right to air the specials on TV, but PBS revealed in a Twitter comment that that's not going to be the case for 2022. Why? 
Because it has a scene from the New Testament. Why? Are you sure it's because Charlie Brown? You know. No. 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 Somebody should. Don't Mr. Rogers me. Somebody You're trying to Mr. Rogers me. Smack that kid up backside of the head. Nearly half of the American television sets watched it in 1965. Lucy was the only one that read Charlie Wright. She got it. What about that peppermint patty? That was something going on there. You're telling me, Reavers, that the Charlie Brown Christmas will no longer continue to warm the spirits spirits of millions of people. You can stream it on Apple TV, well, but I it's can. not. I can't log into that. It's not broadcast on regular television. Remember, you knew it was a special when they had that five-second, uh, it's a special presentation, and there was some high drama music for about five seconds. You knew it was Rudolph, it was Charlie Brown, or something big. God. Of all of the smut and filth we put on TV, and you're trying to tell me we can't have a Charlie Bond Christmas because it has a segment with the New Testament on it. Have we lost our minds? I guess that's a rhetorical question. because How many yes. times do you have to run down the field and try to kick that ball oh only to have her pull it out before it finally dawns on you that she's never going to leave it there no nope. that is the definition of insane yep. lucy, the kid, was, lucy was a bad girl the kid should have gone to the twitch farm yep. yeah yeah but something then, wrong with that kid but then lucy what wasn't she the one the doctor is in for a nickel yep she was a good kid no she's you know, a, a little she's a little misunderstood she was a bad kid. good girl music by vince garaldi of course which we've played on gl for oh, i miss that so much a hundred years i really do it plays in my house every Christmas Eve, that soundtrack. I don't get your fascination. The genius of a Charlie Brown Christmas was the way it channeled the looming sadness that comes with the holidays. Rolling Stone wrote in a 50th anniversary retrospective of the Giraldi recordings in 2015. It's timeless, best-selling soundtrack by the Vince... Giraldi Trio tapped into that narrative seamlessly with muted, melancholic jazz. The foundation of the program's popularity, however, is the open embrace of the birth of Christ, a fact curiously overlooked in most children's Christmastime specials about magical snowmen and flying reindeer. A Charlie Brown Christmas reaches its climax as the frustrated title character screams out, Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Linus responds with a dramatic Shakespearean moment. Sure, Charlie Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. And then he reads. Share and share alike. He takes the stage by himself under a spotlight and proceeds to quote verbatim the Christmas story as it appears in the King James Version of the book of Luke. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And we can't do that anymore because this country has been ruined. I no longer am going to say that we're being ruined. It's been ruined. Continues to be ruined. 
And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel of a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Uh, Linus follows his biblical soliloquy by announcing to his now spirited friend, and that, Charlie Brown, is what Christmas was all about. Then they gather around that crummy tree that Charlie had to yeah, go really, in, you know. really bad. But now it's a much-loved and lush, beautiful little Christmas tree. Hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. The Peanuts gang sings triumphantly as the credits roll. Good for you, Charlie Schultz. You know, the kid from James Avenue did all right, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Across from Maddox School? Huh? It wasn't on James. It was on uh, McAllister. Oh, he lived on McAllister? But yeah. he lives across the street from Maddox. That was, was Kellogg. Right there on the corner. Copy. Yeah. Sure it wasn't St. Clair? His old man was a barber at O'Gara's. Yeah. That was failing. What? If I was president of the United States, I'd make, I would say, put peanuts on the air. Can you imagine... A president I'd be impeached. doing that. I'd be impeached. Right, you would. You absolutely would. Because, again, you have to check all the boxes and follow the company line of every single thing we stand for. Otherwise, you're against us. Yeah, well, I don't stand for what they stand if for. If you are not with us, you are against us. You also stand far away from your microphone. No, I just lean back. I've been, <laughs> I've been leaning into it. How are you doing? You know, it's just... We're churning out a generation of poorly educated people with no skill, no ambition, no guidance, and no realistic expectation of what it means to go to work. Mike Rose said that. If kids knew what they wanted to be at the age of eight, the world would be filled with cowboys and princesses. I wanted to be a pirate. Thank goodness nobody took me seriously and scheduled me for eye removal and a peg leg surgery. (laughs) Bill Maher. Yeah, there's a lot of contradictions out there. If socialism is so good, why aren't any of these caravans trying to get into Venezuela? Mm, That's a good point. Great point. And no Charlie Brown Christmas this year. And they'll say, yes, there is, but you got to log in. You got to stream it. Can't you just own it on video, I bet? They're offering it for free. I did read that. But the fun well, of how it, do I see the it? fun of it was seeing it every year on CBS or whoever had it. How long before the sound of the music is bounced? Oh, God, not soon enough. That oh, thing's a pile that. of crap. No, what are you talking Jeez. about? Are you nuts? Are you kidding me? Give me Wonder. a break. You are crazy. Stuff. The hills are alive. The Wizard of Oz probably still passes muster. What about It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, still that's, on? Yeah, but it's kind of been replaced by a Christmas story. You know, story. one really, really... Controversial topic we have not broached in Garage Logic. Where do we stand on the uh, sequel to A Christmas Story? Uh, Yes. It's a yes. You've seen it? Yeah. I have not. I have seen it. It's good? It's good. I've not seen the sequel. It's not better than the first. Well, of course not. But they did a good job. Well, because Ralphie's... Scott Farkas comes out as being a good guy. Oh, really? Is it the original guy? It's all the original people. Really? But it's not written by... They, they. Who's the author? Gene Shepard. It's not written by Gene Shepard. No, but it? they, they keep it intact, Wasn't and they he dead. Uh, the dad yeah. dies, and that's why they all kind of get but together. But Peter Billingsley's paint, playing Ralphie. Yes. Okay. And it's. Uh, I'm surprised that passes muster because that's a nuclear family. Uh, they. It was a. 
In fact, I had my entire family. We sat in the basement and watched it. Well, then you should read all Gene Shepard. Your kids would love Ollie Hop Noodle's Haven of Bliss. Uh, where the old man, the same old man, packs him up, and they go on this summer vacation. The lake's a swamp, beat-up piece of crap lake, and the car breaks down, and the fish are all bullheads. There's a tree in the middle it's of just the wonderful. swamp. Just I, uh, wonderful. Ollie Hop Noodles, haven of bliss. Okay, I've instructed my kids not to read because you can watch the videos. Oh. <laughs> wow. Good policy. Wow. No. Why don't you bring us back with a scramble? How about first? Why not first? I let you know about our friends at Rise and Shine Garage Doors. You Part- talk slowly? Participating oh, in the Garage Logic 1000th podcast auction. So, here's your opportunity. Do it. If you are in the market for a new garage door, well, first, go bid on that auction item at garagelogic.com. Enter the keyword auction. And maybe you don't win on that auction item. Well, then go to Rise and Shine Garage doors on their website, rise and call riseandshine.com. That's their website. Uh, their phone number is right here, 651 300 3252. The absolute best in the business. Customer service is their number one objective, and that's what they care about. That's why they have a perfect five star rating on Google and Yelp. You get a 5% discount for senior, military, and AAA members. Certified technicians that will come to your door seven days a week. And just because you live outside of the metro area, they'll still be able to take care of you because they're expanding to Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, and even parts of western Wisconsin. And I had my eyes open because they came out to my place and gave me the 29-point inspection. And garage door openers have come such a long way now. And all the openers that they carry are top-of-the-line LiftMaster Professional Belt Drive openers. And some of these also have built-in LED lights, integrated cameras, backup batteries, and ultra-quiet DC motors. And you can even sync your opener with MyQ and Amazon Key so that you can control the garage door from anywhere with your smartphone. And if you have an online shopper in the home, the packages can be delivered safely inside the garage so that way no one steals your loot. So call riseandshine.com, make your appointment, have somebody come out for that 29-point inspection, and please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, open the door. Oh, it wasn't bacon fat. It was coffee grounds. Jesus, Jesus. Never mind. God Almighty. It wasn't bacon. It was coffee grounds. You are. You're a ding dong. He's ours and we ain't trading them. Coffee grounds. Papa Joe. Coffee grounds. It's the scramble. Charles Mantufel writes, and we'll have to weigh in here. This is a very significant request. Hail the flashlight king. Hail Hail you. you. After four years in Vietnam, two of which I've been married, I am seriously considering staying here. During my daily walks down the service road of life, in other words, a long motorbike commute and traffic jams, I wonder (laughs) if it's even worth it to move back to the States now now that we are expecting our first child. Given the utterly failed academy, including the encroachment of leftist ideology in elementary and high school, I would appreciate your two cents on this. Yes, Vietnam is a socialist country, but besides the corrupt traffic cops who I could pay off with 25 bucks if I get pulled over, it doesn't affect me. The very low cost of living for a high quality of life here is hard to give up. Hmm. Might be good to bring up the topic on a news day when the commie can weigh in. Well, John Hyde isn't here. (laughs) I'm from River Falls, class of 2002, and I smiled 
when I heard that the first meeting of the town council would be in my old stomping grounds. Love the show. Keep it up, Charles. And you can see his uh, wanderings at Fam Trip on YouTube. P H A M Trip. Fam Trip on YouTube. Huh. He has 500 subscribers. Okay, cool. Uh, Speaking of that, you should subscribe to YouTube on Garage uh, the Garage Logic YouTube yeah. page. Well, here's what my answer would be. I'm not sure I would return to Minnesota. Or Wisconsin. But there are places in the United States where you could return to and have a a life somewhat free of the tallest buildings. Yeah. Uh, although I would not be the one to tell you where that would be. Okay. Rapid City. Yep. I was going to say South Dakota is high on Sioux that Falls? list. Sioux Falls? Yeah. I'd go further west. Yeah. Or somewhere, somewhere by the Missouri. But I sure as hell wouldn't come back to uh, Minnesota if you nope. don't have to. Nope. It's not looking good here. I, I'm sad to say that. Right. Uh, but that's, but it's true. And uh, I don't know if you got a good gig going in Vietnam. The weather's got to be certainly more agreeable than Minnesota. Isn't it dank all the time? Yeah, might be, it's it might hot be a little humid. Might be a little humid. That's the way they're Gross. portraying all the platoon movies or Vietnam War movies. Well, there, there you go, Charles. I don't know what to tell you, but I think yeah. you do have a dilemma. <clears throat> and if your wife is, I, I don't know, but did he, did he marry a Vietnamese woman? They might have family there, and, mm, and I didn't uh, factor that. What yeah. have you? You know, only because they come to us all the way from. I am sending this early due to we're on the move. We have three flights. We'll be on the second flight, which is 16 hours long, and won't be able to send it at the normal time. From the traveling Lyman's back in the air, somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. 16 hours on an airplane. When you're riding 16 hours and there's nothing left to do. I couldn't do it. I I don't think I could. I just turned the page. But he, disciplined as he is, we have this day in Minnesota history. Yeah. On this day in 1890. December 9th. The University University Avenue streetcar line from Minneapolis to St. Paul began operating. Okay. What year? 1890. Now, did that go down University or? No, it went down Marshall. Marshall. Why would they call it the University if they ran it on Marshall? University goes from downtown to downtown. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. On this day in 1935, 12-9, tabloid editor Walter W. Liggett was killed by machine gun fire in his Minneapolis home. A crusading reporter, Liggett had ties with right and left wingers, and he was accused of blackmail, and he was an opponent of Governor Floyd B. Olson. Gangster Kid Can, Isidore Blumenfeld, was tried for the crime but found not guilty. Hmm. So I guess we don't know why tabloid editor Walter Liggett ate so much lead on December 9th, 1935. Kid Can ran a nightclub, did he not? He might have. I think Sid probably knew him. (laughs) Well, I don't think Sid was a criminal, but I think he probably knew Kid Can. Uh Maybe he ran the six was it the six twenty six club where chicken was king on Hennepin? That's where Sid used to do all his meetings uh, for the Lakers. Club Carnival and the Flame Cafe on Nicollet. Yeah. All right. Huh. 
And Hennepin was where chicken is king. Uh, some the six twenty six club or something like that. Was it that. KFC? No, it was back then. It was they, they didn't have that then. Okay. Yeah. Like a Canes, a Raising Canes. Well, G. Ellers, if you can. he lived until nineteen eighty one, Joe. Kid can. I can't believe that. Isidore wow. Blumenfeld. Nineteen hundred to nineteen eighty one. I think with a name like Isidore Blumenfeld, you would have preferred to have been called Kid Can. Kid Can? Yeah. yeah. That sounds cool. May yeah. I share a quick headline with you? Sure. The Daily Caller, which I follow on Twitter, I know is a right-leaning publication, but it says, quote, <clears throat> one of America's finest, colon, the Biden administration's gender-fluid spanking enthusiast who allegedly can't stop stealing luggage. Mm-hmm. Talking about the story you brought sure. up. Sure. And then that accompanies someone that had said, imagine trying to explain this to someone 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, here's what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> Let me just tell you what's gonna, how it's going to go down. Here's what's going to happen, Johnny. We're so bleeped. <laughs> In 20 years, you're no longer going to be able to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas. No, see, because that's, that's too sensitive. On network Not TV. inclusive enough. And you'll have a guy in charge of nuclear waste who dresses up like a woman and steals luggage. Right, see. But that's yeah. and that's okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. Even though it's a felony, nothing'll happen to her him that. No, in fact, that person whether it's an it or whatever it is. They. It's a they, it's an FU is what it is. <laughs> that's her pronouns. FU is still getting paid probably. Yep. Kid Can moved to Miami Beach in 64, um, worked there for mafia financer Meyer Lansky, and acquired a fortune in real estate. He died at Mount Sinai in Minneapolis, June 24, 1981, uh, when he was was visiting. I don't know. You do the math. Well, I don't know when he was born. Oh, he was 81. He was born in 1900. Mm -hmm. I can do that math. Yeah. Kid can. He lived a long time. We also have a bit of breaking news, courtesy of KSTP. Yeah. Former Minneapolis police officer Jay Alexander, is it Kang? Yeah. Uh, Has been sentenced to serve 42 months in prison for one count of aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter stemming from George Floyd's death. All right. That just breaking courtesy of KSTP. Mm -hmm. Well, he was to be sentenced today. Correct. All right, GLers, hang in there. Have a good weekend, GLers. Rook, you mentioned YouTube on Garage Logic. Yeah, you can uh, subscribe to YouTube, and that is growing. I just saw some numbers from an email that was sent out, and we have been uh, getting a very large um, audience on social media. So Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Facebook has a lot of followers, so check out the Garage Logic on social media, especially if you want to subscribe on YouTube. And tell someone you know about the uh, town council. I just received an email from a town council member, and he said, where is it? Josh G. said, I just signed up, and this is the greatest thing ever. It's amazing. The live look-ins pre-show and during the breaks are freaking hilarious. Whoever the brain trust was that came up with this idea deserves a raise. They know about the town council in Vietnam. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. You can be in Vietnam and be a member of the town council. Say what? Uh-huh. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. 
Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Shred Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.